You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. Fathers play a pivotal role in the life of a son or daughter. And so some fathers, unfortunately, they have uh, wounds that they can leave on your heart. Uh, that could affect you your whole life. And I'm going to share a little bit about that with my dad. And then some fathers can leave an incredible blessing. And I'm going to lead you to that before we finish the message today. But uh, the title of this message is called Father Power. And look at that imagery right there, man. That's every dream right there. Dad leading the way down the path, showing the young man which direction he should go, following in his footsteps, hand in hand. That's how it should be. And that's a picture of God in us right there, son or daughter. Just keep that uh, imagery in your mind. So yeah, uh, many definitions of a father. And I was like, you know, there's one that I love more than anything else. And it's what it encaptures. So the best definition is one who loves. And how do you spell love? T-I-M-E. Supports. Dads, we're called to have provision, to provide for our kids, our family guides with wisdom and knowledge. They need you to speak that into their life, to encourage, encourage them, call out the gold within that they can't see. Man, you can hang on one word from a father. I know that I have in the past. And then you inspire your child. And the best way to inspire your child is to be an emerge man, a man of character, a man of integrity, a man of conviction. That's what inspires kids. You know, they know that your yes is yes and your no is no. So, and if they'd only listen to me sometimes when I say my yes is yes and my no is no without a little argument. So, but I like they got some little fight in them, just like their mother. Just got to take it down a notch. (laughs) So, yeah, so let me take you on a journey of the wounding of a father, because I think a lot of us in here probably uh, have some wounds that God wants to heal today. So my dad's name is Charles Edward Fuller Sr. I'm Charles Edward Fuller Jr. So I was named after my father. But unfortunately, my dad chose to live a life on his terms. And the first thing he did is he violated his covenant with my mother and with God and adultery took him out of the family picture. So we lost him based on that choice. And then he chose to be distant in our life, never really exercising, you know, the parental visitation I mean, I I barely remember him ever picking us up, doing anything fun with us. And then he was angry, you know. My brother and I, we were just sitting watching boxing with him, and he had to do these punching games until the point we were crying because he would just punch harder and harder, just an angry man letting out what was with inside of him. And then, you know, judgment. Uh, One time he found out I... um, I actually fractured a toe in football, and he said that you lied to me. You told me you wouldn't get injured. And I'm like, I didn't know I was going to get injured. You lied to me. Didn't talk to me for a year and a half. And as a young man, you're so hungry for a father figure. I I could overlook those wounds. And I knocked on his door a year and a half later. I asked for forgiveness that would he come back into my life. So that was most of my childhood was just so hungry for that father-son relationship, but he chose to wound vice to love. And no matter how bad it was, I still longed for the love of a father, as probably many of you do today. You know, it's still a need. All of us know that we need the love of a father. And our first example is the earthly father. 
So the wounds of a father can happen in childhood, but as we counsel and mentor, you know, young people, we find that those wounds are still bleeding into adulthood and they can affect how you see your life. And those wounds need to be treated today. So one year ago this month, I got a call from my brother, Greg, and I just want to do a shout out. Greg, if you can just raise your hand, brother, because I love my younger brother, Greg, 14 months apart. Now, it is true. We tried to kill each other for 18 years, but once we weren't under the same roof, we love each other to death now. But he's here with his beautiful bride, Stephanie, two amazing boys. Love those boys to death. And you're a good father. I want you to know that. We didn't have a good example, but we've broken that chain. So proud of you, brother. Proud of you. So yeah, one year ago today, I got a call from my brother, basically like, are you sitting down? And I was like, wow, this must be serious. And he basically shared with me that uh, our father had passed away. It was this month, June of last year. And, um, you know, he didn't pass from COVID, um, but he passed from a life of choices. He died isolated, all alone in the back bedroom of a house, a hoarded out house. It was so hoarded out that when the neighbor smelled a stench, nobody knew he was gone. Nobody even checked on him. He had no friends in his life. They had to remove a back bedroom window just to extract what was left. And so I flew out there with my brother and it was a shocking thing, you know, that uh, he was gone. And like the life he lived, how sad. I really felt sad for him that he chose to live like that. And I flew out there and helped my brother with a burial for a stranger that we called dad. And we learned that he did the exact opposite of the father. As we're on our hands and knees for two weeks, filling two construction dumpsters of what he thought were treasures, finding out there were over 20 storage units hoarded out. After we checked the first two, we couldn't even begin to go through those, surrendered them to auction. And Matthew 6.20 stood out, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. And as we're throwing away all this stuff that he thought was a treasure, I thought to myself, you missed it, dad. We were your treasure. What did you store up in us? And I was thinking through that. You know, he stored up treasures that was thrown out in garbage, in an auction. But he left one final gift for my brother and I, and he had investments, pretty significant. And even in death, he gave half of it to an ex-girlfriend and an 87-year-old sister in a nursing home. And that wound just hurt. Again, I was like, even in death, this is what we get. And so, but what was more important than that wound, and for many people in here, it was the loss of hope. I don't know how many of you have a, maybe a distant father, a father that wounds you, but uh, there is still hope that one day God can redeem anybody. I was like, one day, man, maybe he could at least be a decent father and a great grandfather to my two beautiful daughters and want to be part of a life. God, work on him, you know, help him, change him. I prayed for him. I forgave him. But I was hurt and angry, and it wasn't fair. I was like, what did we do to deserve this? And I couldn't think of any answers. You know, I, I look around, and, like, there's some incredible fathers in this house. And when you don't have a good earthly father, 
you look at that and you're like, wow, do they know what they have? If you've got a great father in this house, let me just tell you what you have. You have something I would have traded everything for. Every gift, every toy to just have a dad in my life that loved me, that believed in me, that spoke life into me. So on this Father's Day, if your dad's a good dad, please treasure him. Let him know what he means to you today. Let Take him down memory lane of the things he did. I'll never forget the time. Thank God, I hope we don't have a photo of this. I would probably have my Emerge card taken. But my young little daughters, they had this bucket of bows and hair clips. And they're like, Dad, can we put it in your hair? I was like, no, I'm good. You know, Dad, come on. And so they're working me. And next thing you know, I look like a rainbow bouquet. You couldn't even see any hair. And so every bow they had, they had clips in there. But it was one of my funnest memories that uh, I just let go and let them just have fun. And so I know your dads out there have done some fun things. But go down memory lane today if you have the opportunity to spend that time with your dad. But yeah, I I watched, uh, you know, my father-in-law. Uh, for 25 years, um, just honor his covenant, be the exact opposite of my dad. And they'll celebrate 50 years of marriage this year. And what I loved about him and for men in this room, yeah, that is worthy to be praised. I mean, in today's culture to honor that covenant with God and man. So fight for your marriage, guys. It's worth it. So, but yeah, I looked at it. and, And one of the things I really admired that he led his family to church. And most churches I've been in, I traveled all throughout the Marine Corps, would always try to find a church, but I looked around and it's a great testimony to our cherished women that they are keeping the the faith alive. But I was like, where are the men? Where are the father figures? Why aren't this place packed with like emerge men? You know, where are they? And so on our watch, we have an opportunity to get rid of the wounds and to become that man that our family needs, that our family deserves. And so he led his family to church, you know, and loved his kids and just, you know, cherished them, created great memories with them, except for the memory when he threatened me on my wedding reception video that if I ever harm his daughter, I don't care what the Marines trained you to do. The Secret Service told me how to get rid of bodies. So thank you, God. You kept me alive. I have honored my covenant. I love my bride. Oh, man, he didn't take me out. (laughs) But no, if you got a great father, even a father-in-law in your life, thank them today. So I had two choices when I look back at the wounds of my father, to become bitter or to become better. And it's sad that a lot of people, they, they've let the devil lead them down the road of bitterness, you know, and resentment. And so God doesn't want to leave you there today. He wants you to be better. He wants you to be the one to overcome. And I chose to be better. I chose to break the chain of a dysfunctional father relationship and begin a new chain where I was the new link, the first link in a new chain of legacy for the Fuller family. And I want to give it up to my brother, too, because he is also a product of the wounds. And look at his beautiful family. So, brother, I love you. I'm proud of you. We are going to change the destiny of our future. And so, yeah, so... You know, the legacy of father power, it, it, you know, you, you just can't go on and on enough about it. It's like it's needed in today's generation. We look at what's happening in the world and we're like, where are the fathers? Where are the men? And it's like, do you know that most of American history, it was one percenters 
that stood up against tyranny, just like this church, just like Pastor Jurgen, Pastor Leanne. I mean, one percenter, American Revolution, about one percent fight in the U.S. military armed services, and we keep the devil at bay. When you hear of NATO countries, I was in Afghanistan for 13 months, 75% of all fighting combat power in any war is United States. Think of that. So we have got to fight, men. We've got to fight to be good husbands, good fathers, to let the Heavenly Father power flow through us. We got one shot in this life. 100 year or so plus or minus run to make an impact for the kingdom. And I don't know about you, but I am going to blaze out of here. God's going to say, you brought all those people to heaven. Man, well done, my good and faithful servant. And every man in here, you're called to be that man. I believe in you. God believes in you. The heavenly father loves you. You've got what it takes. Now, that's just a side note, but I'm getting stirred up up here. So let me, let me tell you about uh, a revelation I had on this message. So Pastor Becky, a couple weeks ago, preached the message called Get to the Root. And boy, that ministry time was powerful, powerful. And she led us through some ministry time where she let God like reveal the root of what was happening in our life and things that had plagued our life. And so during that ministry time, God showed me that the real wound from my father was a feeling of abandonment that I was abandoned. Why wasn't I loved? Why wasn't I cherished? Why didn't he want to be a dad to me? So this created a spirit within me, a root within me that I had to earn it. It's the only way I knew how. Maybe if I'm perfect, then I'll be loved. But nothing I could do could fill the empty void within me or earn the approval of my father. So this is where the devil sneaks in. The devil ran with this root and exploited it. The devil is a father. He's the father of lies, and he's always lying and twisting and moving things to his advantage, but don't believe the lie. And this abandonment led to a second route, that I'm all alone in this world. I can't rely on another man to guide me, to shepherd me, to coach me, to call things out in my life. And so if it's to be, it's up to me. I couldn't rely on anybody, trust anybody, open up with anybody, especially my spouse. And ladies in here, if you're wondering why maybe your, your man isn't emotional, doesn't open up, there could be some father wounds there that he didn't know. He didn't have emotion expressed to him. So maybe he doesn't know how to even go there. I know that was my case. Over the years, this lie led me down a path of perfection, a standard impossible to achieve. I don't know why we keep trying. There was only one that was perfect in this life, and his name is Jesus Christ, and we're not it. So stop trying to be perfect, you know. And so, yeah, you know, it led me to a lot of different worldly accolades, but I'd always come back deeply empty and just feeling alone inside, that nothing was ever good enough because I didn't have that affirmation from a father. And so my dad never attended sporting events, never came to church with us, didn't even attend our wedding, and hadn't even met my two beautiful daughters, 16 and 14. Even though I invited him, I welcomed him back, he chose to be separate, chose to be silent. And when you have wounds like that, you know, it led to a tree. And God, the revelation from Pastor Becky's message is when you're abandoned alone, then unbelief sets in. And this is what the devil was telling me, that if my dad couldn't believe in me, how could I believe in me? 
If I can't believe God to believe in me, how can I believe? I couldn't accept his promises in the Bible because they were for others, not for me. I'm overcoming, you know, overcoming these wounds right now that run really deep, but unbelief set in. Like, and when you have unbelief set in, it limits your life. It puts a cap on your life. And so I want you to know today that you have got the greatest heavenly father, that he believes in you, that those are lies from the devil. And so I want to just take us through a moment of just going down and looking at whatever wounds may be there on Father's Day, wounds of the father. And I want you to heal from those wounds, the wounds of an earthly father. So if you can just stand with me for a moment. And just close your eyes, open up your hands, and open up your hearts. And I want you to go back in your childhood. Is there anything there? Anything there? A word that was spoken? An absenteeism? A longing? A distancing? Anything that kept you from knowing who you were, how special you were, how much God loved you, how much God was for you? Go to that wound. The devil wants it to bleed. God wants it to heal. And we're going to heal that today. So as you look at that wound from an earthly father, I'm going to give you the keys to freedom. And you already own it. The key to freedom is what Jesus wielded on the cross. And it's called forgiveness. Now, I know in the natural you'll think, but do you know what they did to me? Yes, I really do. But you have the power to forgive That's the power that the devil cannot trump. When you forgive like Jesus did, hanging on a cross, beaten, mocked, stolen from, denied, and betrayed, he said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. When he said those words, I believe that was the moment the victory was achieved, the victory over everything the devil. And so I want you to just release forgiveness right now for your earthly father, for a wound that may be still bleeding into adulthood. And God showed me how to forgive. How do you forgive a man like that? And God said, if for no other reason your father gave you life, you wouldn't be here if your father didn't give you life. And I said, thank you, God. I can honor him for that. But God, what about all the other wounds of he was not there, he abandoned us, He kicked us out of the house when we were with him for about a year, 11 o'clock at night, dark. My brother and I crying, grabbed a couple toys. We're in the edge of the woods on a busy street, not knowing where to go. I was like, God, how do I forgive something like that? And God said, remember my word, judge not lest ye be judged. And I got, I said, God, unpack that. He said, even though your dad was not a dad to you, he's still my son. He said that you don't know how he was raised. You don't know the struggles he went through. You don't know the possible wounds of an earthly father. You don't know what led him to make those choices. But it's not your job to judge him. It's your job to forgive him. So all around this room, I just want to pray for you guys now. Dear Heavenly Father, if there are any wounds, wounds from an earthly father, God, we are in our Father's house, our Heavenly Father's house. God, a house of healing, a house of transformation. God, the devil has kept that wound without a bandage, 
continue to bleed into adulthood. But God, today is the day where you take your loving Father's hands, you wrap around our heart, and God, you heal. You heal those wounds. Yes, they will heal and a scar will still be there, but God, it will not still bleed for sons and daughters in this room. God, they will accept your love. God, they will release forgiveness for their father. God, they will walk out of here with the keys to their freedom. The jail cell that the devil has kept them in. God, you have always given them the key in their hand that they can put it in at any moment and turn it. And when they release forgiveness, just like Jesus, their life truly begins. So God, I just pray right now all over this room, Holy Spirit, have your way. God, let forgiveness and healing be what resonates here. May there be a new, fresh start on Father's Day 2021 that I have forgotten the past and I am focused on the future. That my testimony will be used to beat the devil at his own game. Just like my testimony I'm using to wield against the devil. So God, thank you for these sons and daughters. Thank you for blessing them. Thank you for an epic Father's Day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I hope you felt some help, some healing there. I know that was a big one for me. I'm light. You know, nothing's holding me back. I got no chains on me because of forgiveness. I'm so proud of you guys. Go ahead and have a seat. So I don't want to leave you there. Now that we dealt with the wound, let me, let me tell you about some blessings. Don't we want to hear about some blessings? Oh, man, God is so good. Our Heavenly Father is so good. Well, first of all, you know, there's some spiritual fathers in this house, like I talked about. And like we have a prime men's ministry, a prime ministry with, you know, amazing people that have walked down the trail, that have had battle scars on them. Like if I was a young person in here today, I would take somebody out to lunch. And I said, teach me what I don't know in this area. So I'm, I tell you what, all throughout my life, even though I didn't have great earthly fathers, I had a father, I had multiple stepfathers, but God would bring father figures into my life to be a father to me. You know, I had uh, everything from my sports coaches. You plant your kids in our youth ministry here. And I tell you what, when that young man, he was probably 20, scared to death, talking to a bunch of like 10 and 12 year olds, but he literally just opened up the Bible and tell some epic story, you know, about David. And I was like, just on the edge of my seat, like, what is this? I've never heard something like this. Who is that guy? And then he'd ask questions. And like, it was so freeing because I felt like a father figure was imparting something into me. And if you always impart this word, you cannot go wrong. This is the greatest source of truth, of life, of identity, of calling, of purpose. If you don't have a father, you've lost a father, you don't have that relationship, let me tell you, anytime, any moment of any day, all you got to do is open this book and your father wrote a love letter to you. He will empower you. And I love our worship team. I tell you what, that's where God speaks to me the most is in worship, you know, and it's like, no matter what I'm praying for, I always have, you know, worship songs on and I'll hear a song for the first time speaking exactly to what I was praying for. So there's so many ways in which your heavenly father wants to bless you and be a part of your life. You just got to give him an opportunity. So that's about our, some spiritual fathers. But let me tell you about uh, some healing in this house as well. You know, this is a house of healing, a house of restoration. 
And even though my dad didn't come to church for all those 18 years, we went with my grandmother, enough was imparted in me. Like I can recall Bible verses and stories. I don't quote the Bible. I can't tell you this verse and that, you know, some people more gifted than me in that area, but I know the impact of the verse. So for fathers in this house, I want to encourage you. And even mothers too. I, we had a single mom working three jobs plant your kids in this house. That father up there, the heavenly father and these spiritual fathers and these youth leaders and these emerged men campground. I mean, that's where they will receive father power. I was talking with a single mom after the other service and she's like, just thank you for sharing that message. It's like, I've tried to do the best I could. My daughter's a little resentful of her dad, you know, and like, how do I, what do I do? And I said, just keep encouraging her to forgive, you know, to just pray for those. We're supposed to pray for those that want to persecute us, that hurt us, because that's how you beat the devil. I love beating the devil. I mean, it's the greatest thing in the world. It's fun. So, but let me, let me leave you with a couple things, the blessings from your father. And like, all you got to do is open the beginning of this book, Genesis. Pastor Jurgen always loves to preach out of Genesis. But like, capture these for yourself. Genesis 1, 27 to 28, I'm going to paraphrase. Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply, subdue the earth. That speaks to legacy. Your kids are your legacy and provision. He's your provider. I love in the Lord's Prayer, John didn't get to it, but give us this day our daily bread. You know why we only need our daily bread? Because if he's the source, that's all we need that day. You know, oh, that, that speaks. Genesis 9, 1 through 3, Then God blessed Noah and his sons, saying to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Everything that lives and moves about will be food for you. That's dominion and authority. Do you know that you have all the authorities already been given to you on heaven and earth? It's time for us at Awakened Church to start wielding that authority. Fathers, mothers, know who you are. Let God, your heavenly Father, speak to the blessing of who you are. Then it gets even better. Genesis 12, 1. The Lord said to Abraham, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. That is honor and power your God has bestowed upon you. And then Genesis 22, 15 to 18. Abraham blessed, was blessed for not withholding his son Isaac. That speaks to his legacy, his family, and his inheritance. And so the Father's word is full of blessing. As I look at these four verses... You were blessed with legacy, with provision, with dominion, with authority, with honor, with power, with family, with inheritance. All you got to do is read this book. Like I am a testimony of what God or the devil tried to take out. But God is using me to show you that it's never too late. It's never too late, fathers. You can start fresh. I would have accepted my dad back at any moment if he would have came in in with Jim redemption. But I was the bigger man. I forgave. I had the conversation with him and I said, dad, you wounded me. I don't know why. And we didn't deserve it. But you know what? I forgive you. And if you ever want to come back into our life, there is an open door. I will love you the way I wished you would have loved me. That is how you wield father power right there. Amen. So as I wrap it up here, uh, one last reflection God gave me as I was going through uh, the death of my father, 
you know, the loss of that hope that, uh, you know, we'd have a great father-son relationship. You know, as I was reflecting back, beating the spirit of grief that came in, anxiety, depression was kind of coming over me. I mean, I've survived war zones, cool as a cucumber. I've got the peace that surpasses all understanding. So I was like, God, I don't recognize this spirit. What is this? And so I went to Pastor Jurgen, and he helped me navigate this. And it's when you lose a parent, you know, a lot of things can creep in. But that spirit of greed, that spirit of loss, and it was deep. And God knew what I needed. But here's what God told me. As I shared that with him, God helped me navigate this. I'd spent my whole life chasing after the approval of this man that I'm named after and come up empty-handed. And he said, you know what? Good, son. Now you have no middleman. And I'm like, that rocked me to the core. I'm like, how many of us are chasing after something when a father that can't give an earthly father is getting in the way of the father that only wants to give? That's all he wants to do is to bless you. When Jesus was baptized, before he did a first miracle, before he started his ministry, his father, heavenly father, your heavenly father, just looked down on him and said, this is my son and who I'm well pleased. And he loved him and he didn't do a thing. So you don't have to earn God's love. God has already inputted into you at birth everything you need to live an epic life here on this earth. Don't let father figures, don't let wounds sabotage your future. You run to the heavenly father. Let him heal that wound. Let him wrap his hands around that. And you will find that once you leave that chapter behind, there is a new path ahead, a new blessing, a new breakthrough. So I am excited. I'm excited that that went on that journey and then hopefully will bless you guys. I'm excited that I have no middleman now. All my focus, all my attention can be put on my heavenly father that loves me, that created me, that knows every hair on my head. I don't even know the hairs on my daughter's head. Take a lifetime, I still couldn't figure it out. That's how much you're loved today. So in this Father's Day, I want you to just take this with you. Take that God is for you. God is with you. And God wants to see you live the life that he has already authored. In the Bible, it said God is the author and the finisher of our faith. And I've had to thank him many times for that verse. Because I'm like, God, thank you. Thank you for not leaving the faith all up to me. Because sometimes my faith is smaller than a mustard seed. And sometimes I can't move that mountain. And I need you to come in with father power and build that faith. So can I just pray over you guys this morning with every head bowed and eyes closed. Dear Heavenly Father, God, first of all, wow, what an honor it is to be in your house on Father's Day. To worship you, God to hear your word, God, to be healed from wounds of an earthly father. Some of them were intentional, but some of them were accidental. And God, I just pray right now, I want to pray a blessing over every father in here today. Some fathers live with shame and regret because the devil stirs up things that they did or said that created a wound. But God, that is from the devil. That is not from you. So God, I right now bind off all shame all shame, all guilt that a father has somehow missed the mark. 
And God, I declare today is a new day. They just need to follow in their father's footstep, our heavenly father's footstep. And God, you will show them how to be an epic father as you're showing me and continue to guide me. And God, right now, I want to just do a special call for those men and women in this room that really don't know you. They don't know that they have a heavenly father. They don't know about Jesus Christ. They don't know that you so love the world that you gave your son for them. That God, you paid the price first for relationship. If there's anybody in the room today and on Father's Day, you want to know your heavenly father. You want to have a deep abiding relationship with him. You want him to guide you, to fill in the holes, to fill in the gaps. I want you to just raise your hand right now so I can seize you. See you. Raise your hand up high. Yes, sir. We've got you there. Awesome. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's awesome. Two young ladies. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Up in the back row. Yes, as well. I'm just going to linger in this moment. This is your day. Tomorrow is not guaranteed, but eternity will happen. You will spend eternity somewhere. God is pleading at this moment. I love you. Just love me back. Accept my son. There's another one over there. Yes. Accept my son. It's a free gift. The price has already been paid. I'm covering all your sin, all your shame, all your disappointment. Yes, sir. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Right there. Love you, brother. So thank you, God. Thank you for this moment. God, you are restoring relationship. Yes. All over this room, up in the back, up there as well. Relationships are being restored. God, you are adding to the kingdom. God, you are going to speak your love into their life. This is going to be the greatest Father's Day they've ever had. And if you perhaps once gave your heart to God, but circumstances or trials or tribulations caused you to doubt his love for you, I want you to also accept him back again. He said, invite me back in. I only have the best for you. Just raise your hand if that's you. You just want to reconnect with your father on Father's Day. Yes, over there. See that hand as well. Thank you. So just pray with me. Repeat after me. Yes, I see more hands, more hands. We're just going to linger for a minute. There's so many hands going up. God is ministering to hearts and minds. God is for you. This church is for you. You just got to choose you. You just got to choose Jesus Christ. You just got to accept the free gift from the Father. And your destiny is secure. Your eternity is locked in. And your epic life is about to begin. So thank you, God. So just repeat after me if you raised your hand. Father, I love you. I feel better when I'm in your house. And God, thank you. Thank you for giving first. Your son, Jesus Christ. I can't even fathom the price he paid for my sin. I can't believe it's a free gift. But today, God, I'm accepting my father's gift. I'm accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. God, I repent from my sins. I ask you to come into my life and be the father I never had. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, 
go to awakenchurch.com. 